how are you? Happy 2022. Yes, it's been that long since I've been here with you on the Country Chats podcast. It took me a few months, I'll admit. But sure, look, I'm back here, ready to go. I've so many artists lined up for series four and even series five. So we've lost people busy over the next few weeks. So I hope everyone is well. Thank you for not going anywhere on me and for staying, uh, keeping in touch with the podcast. And I'm here ready to rock. I have a lovely lady here in front of me and I'm looking forward to having the chats with her because uh, as you know, over the podcast, some artists I know personally or I've met over the years, but Katie is one girl I've never met. So I'm delighted to have Katie McParland here in front of me on Zoom. Katie, how are you? I'm really well. How are you, Sandra? I'm great. It's lovely to see you. As I said, I've never met you before, but I suppose up with social media, you feel like you know everyone. So um, I'm delighted to meet you here on Zoom and uh, have the chat. So you are, well, I know you're from County Armagh, but where, where are you tuning in to us from today? I live in like a wee village in County Armagh. So whenever I say Blairy, nobody really knows where it is. So the best place I can say is it's about half an hour from Armagh itself. So just in the countryside. Very good. Lovely. Yeah. So you're a good bit away from me. So here in Mayo, I don't know what the weather is like at you. We've had a good few storms. I'm looking at the window here and it's bashing down. So hopefully uh, internet won't go on me like it did yesterday. Please, God. No, it's, a, it's the same here. It's definitely a day for the house. That's for sure. <laughs> Just before we started recording the podcast, uh, I was apologizing to Katie because yesterday I uh, we got or I, I, I should say I got my days mixed up and texted her saying could we cancel the podcast and uh yeah we got totally we were all over the shop <laughs> good job it wasn't yesterday because it definitely wasn't prepared <laughs> no no so I wasn't either but anyway we're here now so um yeah so you're a busy lady you've been out and about over the last few weeks which is great I saw last week you were at the country music awards the Nor- northern ireland country music awards how good was it to be back at an event like that you know what I had went down um, with not really much expectation as to how many people were going to be there what way the night was going to pan out because really it is like the first main event to that capacity from COVID but I was just blew away whenever I walked in and seen how many people were there how many people were having fun everyone was up and singing and dancing and enjoying the crack and it was just so good to see everybody. Oh, it looked fabulous. You had some lovely photos up. It seems like you were, uh, you've done some great socialising and just catching up with people, I'd say. Yeah, do you know what? I'm a real people person, Sandra, anyway. So I love going in and meeting new people, but you can't beat that feeling because like you would know in the music scene, it's actually quite small and it's all narrowed down. So just to be able to go in and see your friends or see people performing like Louise Morrissey and Derek Ryan and, you know, all the big names and to be able to be in that in the same room as all those people, it's it's, it's class feeling. Oh, that's great to hear. And as you said there, you're a big people person. I mean, you need to really have that in the country music scene. I suppose in any music scene, yeah, you need to be a people person. But I feel more so in the Irish country music scene because like that at gigs or events that you will be doing, you know, you're you're waiting back after your gig. You're talking to people like if you're not a people person in the Irish country music scene. Well, I think you need to people need to start. <laughs> it's that's, it. that's it. And you know something like it's only um confidence has only agree with me over the years because 
whenever I was younger, um, I would have done the pub and the club scene. And I started quite young. I was only about 15, 16 when I started. And at the start, I would have just been like singing my songs, but not really knowing how to interact. So like, that's just something that's just grey over as the years have went on. So I definitely think that music helps that. Oh, that no, that's good to hear. Wow. So, so how many years are you officially on the road? So I know that's probably going to give away your age, but <laughs> I know well, people actually look at me and they think I'm about 17, but I'm actually coming 34. Aria, I would have said, I would have said early 20s. I wouldn't have gone as far as 17 now, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, um, no, but even early 20s, I'll take that. Um, but no, I, I'll actually be 34. So I always done like musicals and um, different singing competitions whenever I was like um, primary school, secondary school, went on to do the wee musicals and then went out into the pub and club scene around 15. So I loved in the musicals and all sorts of things like that, but I grew up with country music. So um, it was always going to be a path that I was always going to try and follow. Um, so around 15, 16, and it's only really been the last five years or so that I've kind of started to slowly edge out of the pubs and clubs and kind of into the concert and social dancing. So that's only been something that's still quite recent. Okay, very good. And I suppose the pub and club scene, you were probably extremely comfortable, like, there and you knew your setup and you knew everything so it was probably a big enough jump to move and and then I'm assuming you were only in that in the social dancing maybe two or three years and then obviously we won't talk about it too much but then yeah. things slowed down so now it's you're kind of getting I suppose another fresh kick at it now Maria. Yeah that's it and I always wanted to go into that part of it but I never quite knew how and it wasn't actually until um, my mum had passed away I wanted to do a song in her memory and that was kind of the first thing that branched me out from the pubs into the social scene and I just got a taste for it and I loved it so thank god I've, I've had some great opportunities so far and I've still a long way to go but I think everyone's learning and the thing about country music is is I like that everyone supports each other so it's like a real um it's a big family so you know um still learning but you know it's all it's great crack always learning that's absolutely it but it sounds like so when you you as you said you, you wanted to bring out a song in memory of your mom so it sounds like your uh jump into the the more of the social dance scene wasn't like a you weren't pushing yourself because you wanted to be this you know you wanted to be a great singer you brought well you are a great singer but you brought that song out there was meaning behind it you, yeah. you took that jump in with meaning behind it with support with love I'm sure with your mum looking down on you so it sounds like it was a nice little step stepping stone into that scene yeah and I always feel like it was always something that mum had wanted me to do so I always do feel like that she's guiding me and in, in every wee step that I take and you know thank god even through COVID I've had some great opportunities you know with Spotlight and Celtic Radio and stuff so I always do feel like that mum's the one guiding me on the right path. Uh, the mums are always right like if, if yeah. she was all, if she was always saying to you, you should do it then it just shows they're always right I know I'd be <laughs> Yeah. my mum I'm like damn it she's right again no. <laughs> uh, that was one thing I was going to bring up though was spotlight mm -hmm. and Celtic country so I suppose obviously the gigs weren't happening for 2020 2021 but you have your show on spotlight tv I'm a fellow uh, I don't know what we should call ourselves I, there's a few what should we call ourselves spotlighters a few yeah. fellow spotlighters uh, spotlight presenters out there so so when did you start that I know your show is called fresh country am I right Yes, that's right. Um, it was around, I think it was last May time, I'd got the phone call and stuff, so everything had happened quite quickly. And 
you know, um, TV is never something like from the presenting side. I'd studied media and stuff in school, but hadn't even touched it from, you know, I was younger. So whenever the opportunity came up, I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a go and see how it goes. And it is completely different to standing, you know, singing a song where you're in your comfort zone. But do you know what? I just I gave it me all and I really, really enjoyed it. Fabulous. And it's given me a great platform as well, to be fair. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it's just because you're 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 hitting people from a different aspect. Um, and obviously, you know, on these shows, people can play your videos, but at the same time, you're hitting from a different angle and people are seeing you as the person, not the singer in a music video. So that's yeah, that's great. And I know you brought out a song in May 2021. So was that all happening kind of in the one month or did you bring out the song and then get asked to do Spotlight or was it the other way around or was it just coincidence? It was kind of just great timing and then because um, Colin who is the producer of Fresh Country he's also a videographer so you know it worked out well Um, so I was able to do everything even kind of on the one day um, but the song I brought out last year was the first original song that I had released so it was probably the scariest one because when you're doing covers people can already relate to them but when you're bringing out your own song you just as much as you have confidence in it, you don't know how everyone else is going to react. But thank God it's it's done great for me. So it's been just another wee thing just to, um, you know, add to things to do and things that I've done. Lovely. And then as well as that, I suppose more, it's funny, most presenters do tend to do the radio as well. I think there's a, it, you know. it's just a bit of coincidence, but I suppose it, essentially it's kind of the same thing. As in you're in you're introducing songs, you're introducing artists, you're you know presenting, and it's very much linked. So you are with Celtic Country Radio, and when about when did that come about, or was that all in the same? Few no, that's that's literally only just been this last, just from after Christmas, I got the news about it. So, um, that I actually feel like the radio's a wee bit harder because you've got the whole software and everything to get your head around, and you know there's a lot more probably prep work um, and you to can't do retake me. either if you make a mm-hmm. if you say something like if you that's mess it up you just have to keep going yeah yeah that's it and um it's good too because you get to play you know even people that you know don't get heard as often as what you would like them to get heard because you know what it, it is quite hard there's so many artists looking to get their music played so it's good to be able just to help other people you know the way other people have helped me but it is it's definitely harder but I'm really really enjoying it that's great. So what evenings, what what's what days and evenings are your shows on? So in case anyone is interested on both, um, both the spotlight and on the radio. Well, Fresh Country, the series has ended. So hopefully, please God, that it will come back later in the year. But Celtic Country is on every Friday night at eight o'clock. So it's called Katie's Country Hour on Celtic Country Radio. So it's like a tongue twister. But um, it's on every Friday from eight to nine. That's a good time because, you know, people can put you on when we're getting ready to head out to a dance. You know, I can just I could be sitting there doing my makeup and uh, and listening to you. So that's actually that's a good a good way to go. So for any of the dancers out there who are getting ready on a Friday night to go dancing, eight o'clock. There you go. Katie's our lady to be tuned in. <laughs> yeah, give me a wee shout. <laughs> how long how long is that on for then? Is it two hour show? No, just an hour. Just an hour. Oh, thank God. So you still have time then to get to a gig if you have to. That's it. That's it. Always very conscious, you know, especially on a Friday night. It's a busy night, but um, I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And can you do that from home or do you have to go to a studio for that? 
Yeah, no, thank God I can do it for home. Um, but at the start now, I was panicking a wee bit, you know, trying to get my head around everything. I feel like I've got gained a new qualification in radio just by the software alone. But um, getting, I'm getting there slowly, but I'm sure it, like everything else, you know, it takes time. That's great. Oh, no, that's great. And I think an hour is a good is a good stepping stone to start off with. You know, like if you were given or if I was given like a three hour show, you'd be like, oh, sugar, like, yeah. Whereas an hour, you can ease yourself in, it's short and sweet, and you can build it up from there. That's it, because even, like, I would be the most talkative of people, but I, even I would struggle with three hours at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, and as I was saying, like, uh, for those that, that might be listening and, and aren't familiar with how we do the shows, like, I suppose with the spotlight shows, we do what's called links. So we might have, like, say, 10 videos, and we have to say, right, next up is Katie McParlin with our love. And then Katie's from Armagh, she's flying us, she's also a presenter. And then you move on to the next song, but you've all your notes wrong, aren't you? So you yeah. just have to, well, that's why I do it. <laughs> you, yeah. just, you just ream it off and you do your piece and move on to the next piece. And if you mess it up, you can record it three, four, ten times, whereas the radio, it's, you can have your work done, but like, you're still reading out text, you're still keep an eye on the time on the software you're on your own really I suppose when you're doing the tv show you have a videographer with you to kind of yeah. keep you on the straight and narrow yeah that's right and then I'm always very conscious because I, I would say my accent's quite broad so I'm always conscious that maybe people don't understand me so on tv they can only lip read and they can like see you whereas on radio they can only hear you and sometimes I'm like do people understand me but um, try, try my best. I think you've a very soft accent because I would be familiar with a, a lot of, I'd be up and down, I'm actually going to Tyrone on, on Tuesday and I'd be very familiar with the Northern accent, but you've a very soft, easy to understand accent. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I, one, actually, what comes to mind is um, Richie Remo won't mind me saying this. I'm actually, I'm going on tour with Richie in two weeks and um myself and three dancers and not a clue not an inkling what he's saying half the time we're just there yeah 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 sound perfect I cannot understand what he's saying and it's hilarious but you are very but I suppose when you're conscious of it it it, it makes a difference yeah yeah and I'm always trying to talk a little bit slower and you know just to make sure everyone understands what I'm saying because sometimes my friends will be saying oh you talk really fast and then I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. Can you, could you make me out? So I'm always even conscious of it. <laughs> we'll have to get you to record your accent in your natural habitat and see if there's any difference to a uh, oh. podcast versus going around the kitchen making a cup of tea. Oh, you'll definitely find a difference then. You, you might find him <laughs> so softly spoken then. <laughs> yeah, this is the, uh, the the TV voice or the professional voice. We all have, no, what do they call it? The telephone voice, isn't that it? The telephone voice, that's it. That's it, yeah. When, when we answer posh, yeah. But um, no, that's the other side of it is talking, being mindful of how you're talking. I suppose even when you're singing, pronunciation of, of there's so much more like yeah. to it than not that I'm not a singer, so I'm just assuming, but I know well like pronunciation and you, you know, saying the words correctly. And there's nothing worse than I was listening to a song there yesterday and could not make out what the words were. And in the end, it was. I'm lucky, I'm blessed, and I couldn't, not to, not, there's nothing worse than that, and it was a proper no. American country song, it's not that it was John from down the road who'd done a home <laughs> recording, yeah. like, it. oh, there's nothing worse, 
anyway I'm getting too heavily into this I'm not even pronunciation no but you know what at least we have google now where you can like google the words because I remember years ago using a cassette start stop start stop and the words that I was singing had nothing to do with the song can you, can you remember can you remember any of the songs because I know I can remember the songs I used to do that too can you remember any of the songs you used to write down the lyrics to oh I can't remember but I would say most of them were Don you know Don, one of Daniel O'Donnell's songs or like Mary Black or something but like what I was hearing wasn't what the actual words were but you know it's nothing to do with their voices it was just the way I was interpreting the song but no it's funny at least we have Google now Yes. Have you ever watched the Peter Kay video of where he plays? Yes. Yeah. Do you know the one I'm on about? For those yeah. Who, yeah. So if you go and look up Peter Kay, oh, maybe song words, funny song words, I'd say we'll get it for you. He basically plays songs that we all know, but he says different words. And when you hear it back. You think actually, Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm going to go listen to that after this because um, I can't even think of any of them, but um oh it's well worth I please go and check out that YouTube video it's absolutely brilliant um so you can go and have a giggle with that I don't think I've ever talked so much about pronunciation I know you know I did not think this is where this conversation was gonna go <laughs> I told you when I when you first came out I said it's not really an interview I said it's more just a chat and whatever happens happens and this is the best thing about it because look I'm sure you know yourself from being on the telly and and the radio you might sometimes have to interview other people instead of being interviewed yourself and like some of them interviews can get very generic how are you how's it going are you enjoying your night what's your song oh yeah and you're doing this great stuff thanks man end of but we don't actually learn anything about you whereas this is the beauty of uh of this podcast it can go in any direction whatsoever yeah oh god <laughs> it's actually out of curiosity is this your first podcast because i'm always curious to see have people been on podcasts because of course it's such a big thing in the last probably two years i'd say yeah, yeah. I remember doing one from, um, it was a show in America, but that's going back maybe three years ago. So the rest of them's just really been like phone um, interviews for videos. So no, this is definitely the first podcast, but um, very relaxed. So I'm, I'm glad. That's good. That's, that's good to get that kind of feedback. But and I suppose with the radio interviews, I mean, it's all good and well, but people usually can't listen back to them. And if they can, it's a lot of effort, really, isn't it? Because you have to go and yeah. click into the website and find the show and all that. Whereas I suppose podcasts are a bit easier. Just send the link or click in Spotify or whatever. So it's that bit easier. So um, people have no excuse being able to, to tune in and listen to this. Um, then when I was uh, chatting to you and trying to get our time organized, I, well, I don't know if you're aware, but we do a quick fire round here on the podcast. I didn't tell you because I never do tell people because that way you can't be prepared because sometimes people go back and listen to old ones and then they know what the answers are. So I don't tell anyone anymore. <laughs> That's what's the best part about it. I had one before that went back and listened and you could tell, oh my God, it was nearly like it was wrote down in front of them. So we don't want that anymore. So I have about 10, I'm very organized. I'm all printed on. Uh, I have about 10 questions here, whatever comes to your mind, like one word, two word, a sentence or two. And yeah, we'll just see what happens. This is my favorite part. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do the quick fire round with Katie McParland. So, Katie, who is your favorite American country music singer? Brad Paisley. Oh, I like him. Are you going to? He's coming to Dublin. Are you going to see him? I couldn't get tickets. 
Oh no. Yeah, but I know the world be tickets that'll come out. Oh yeah. And it's just my height. I love Brad Pizzi. Oh, I've seen him. I saw him two years ago and I'm seeing him again. So we'll get you a ticket, don't worry. He'll be listening. He's listening to get her early. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite country song to listen to? Oh, that's a hard one. You can pick two if you're badly stuck. Do you know what? You can never base this always whenever anyone sings Pretty Little Girl from Oma and everyone gets up and dances. I love that song. That's a good one. I like that one. And I I, I would remember listening to that when I was like five, six, seven. Like, so I love that one all over. It. Uh, do you prefer to play a jive or a waltz? A jive. Definitely Why? I, do. Why? I just love whenever you just see everyone getting up and everyone's going crazy. And do you know, son, I wouldn't even be a good driver, uh, jive, driver, jiver. I would not be a good driver. I'm trying my best, like I'm getting there, but it puts me off whenever people have different feats. And I don't know how fast somebody's going to go at the start, but definitely something I'm going to improve on this year. Well, the next question was, can you dance? So you've answered, you've half answered it. Can you walk? I've half answered it. Learning, learning. I was an Irish dancer growing up and um, competed and stuff and done a wee bit of like disco and R&B dancing. Um, but never, it was, I think it was because I was never taught the jive. Do you know, no one actually said this is what you do. So, but I'm getting there, baby steps. Good, good. So we'll we'll keep an eye out. So for Katie dancing at a dance, we'll, instead of on the stage, I'll be uh, Who was your favourite Irish country music singer? Favourite ours at the minute, I would have to say Dark Ram. Growing up, Philomena Begley and Susan McCann, Louise Morrissey, loved all the ladies. Obviously, Daniel O'Donnell. Um, but at the minute, uh, I'm loving dark, the way Dark kind of takes the country scene into like a kind of modern level. Love it. That's great. I love, yeah, that's a good balance as well. You have, I suppose, the, the old school singers from when you were growing up toward to now to the modern. So it's a nice balance. I like that. Yeah. Uh, do you prefer to uh, perform at a concert or a dance? Oh, they're completely different. Everyone always says this. Literally, everyone says they're two totally different things. Concerts are really enjoyable because you get to show off your voice and you get to, like, you know, show people what you've got. Dances are kind of a wee bit more laid back and especially better after COVID because, you know, if you do forget a word, you can kind of, you know, bluff your way through a dance you know because everyone is up dancing but I do love the atmosphere in our dance yeah everyone no one can ever answer this question they, they give their pros and cons yeah. of both so it's, yeah that's cool what is your favorite vein, venue to gig in or what's been your favorite gig oh I do love all the awards nights but I do love going down to the Hoolies in Castle Blaney they are just the best nights crack 100% that's a good one who is your biggest fan? Oh, do you know what? There is this, um, they, a lady called Anne Hewitt and she brings the wee guy, Sarl, and they come to see me everywhere. And Sarl is just the cutest, cutest wee man that you will ever meet in your life. And I just, I love them to bits. And I do, like I wouldn't say like at the minute I have like a massive following, but like it's always the same faces. And um, it's the same great that you can even say that, you know, you've got people to come and watch you because you're, you're never sure. But yeah, definitely it would have to be Anne and Sarah. Oh, that's lovely. Hello, guys. Hopefully you're tuning in. Uh, next one. Do you play in any any instruments? I do. I learned the concert flight whenever I was growing up in school and then I self-taught on the tin whistle. 
And then I could always kind of play chords on the guitar, but I never really moved out of the three chord club, as they would call it, which is really all you need for Irish country anyway. But really through lockdown, um, I started picking up a wee bit more. So I'm getting there slowly. Dad might not agree, but I, I think I'm getting better. And does your dad play as well? Yeah, dad played in the show bands and stuff. And he's a, he's a great guitarist. But um, he's been teaching me, he's been trying with me for years to learn. But my problem was, Sandra, my nails were always taking priority over learn, learning guitars. So whenever COVID had, I couldn't get my nails done. So it's no excuse. So now I get them really, really, really short. I'm, I I play the banjo and I can totally relate to that. It's like, I really want to play the banjo, but I have my nails on. I'm not. Yeah, it's it's such a battle. <laughs> and, yeah. And do you play the guitar at your gigs or do you leave that to the band? No, I haven't. Um, I haven't went to that stage. Now, sometimes if we're doing like a way to pace gig, I'll maybe if I'm confident enough. But no, um, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't be at that level of confidence yet. So that's on the to do list, or that's on the goals list. Yeah, that's it. Lovely. Um, this might be a tricky one. What's your favorite local radio station other than Celtic Country? Ah. Uh... Well, I suppose up here it would be downtown country. I love listening to downtown country. They play a mix as well, like American and like Irish. So it's always my um my car my car video song. You know, mm, I always pop them on too whenever once I hit the border and I can get it on the frequency, I always uh, throw it on. So I'll be listening now on Tuesday. Um what is your favorite song to sing? Favorite song to sing. Ooh. That's a tricky one as well. At the minute, I'm really trying to like get my head into songwriting and stuff. So I do love singing originals, but even hmm, you can't really beat singing "Blanket on the Ground" though, can you? Oh Especially no, it's like your go-to song on a night out. The female sings it. It's just yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like that. That's definitely a good good shout there. Um, and we're at the last question now. So tell us something we don't know about you. Something that mightn't be that obvious. Any hidden talents or hidden hobbies? Um, no, this isn't even a hobby. This is actually really bad. I'm actually double jointed. Go on, do something there for us. So, like, nobody will ever look at me to see me again, but like I can like bend my fingers. So cool. They're like, they're like so flexible. And does that hurt? That's one thing I always wonder. No. Does that? No. no. Isn't that mad? Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so no wonder you were a good Irish dancer and into what did you say, hip hop and R&B? Because you could probably do all this like pop and lock and stuff without a bother. I could do the splits, and you know what? This is really bad. But if you were having a really bad day in school and you just were like, oh, I just want to go home, I would just be like, I hurt my finger. That's genius. I hope there's no teenagers listening to this that are getting ideas. Um, it's all case. Don't try this home, kids. <laughs> and can you still do the splits? Now, like, do you know, I haven't haven't tried recently. It's not something to wake up and think, oh, I must try and do the split. As, as soon as we're off this Zoom, Katie's going to be down at the ground trying to do the split. I've read new jeans. I can't have the jeans with clothes first. Um, I was going like, to say, if you could do the splits in your 30s, fair play to you. Oh my gosh, no. But do you know, I can still do like all the yoga moves and stuff in, in yoga class, but I don't think I would be able to do the full split nine. I would be nearly afraid to try. <laughs> I'll see you later on. There'll be a check-in. Katie McFarland is in such a hospital. I'll be like, oh, sugar, I know why. <laughs> I 
now. Hopefully, okay. Don't try the splits at home. Do not go home sick because you're <laughs> pretending that you hurt your finger, right? We're giving very bad uh, advice here, aren't we? But there is something that we did not know about you. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. A, a lot of my friends would know because it's always like, um, it's always like, oh my God, Katie, look at, look at your hands, look at this, whatever. We short hands. So that's why whenever I'm getting like photos done, I've always got like my hands on my hips or something. So because it was pointed out, I was giving the thumbs up in a picture one day and those people were commenting, oh my God, look how bendy your thumb is. So now I, I kind of sound <laughs> <it. laughs> They really commented on that. Yeah, yeah. And was, and was, it a pro- was it a professional photo or was it just like you and no. your friends just? No, I was up in a gig in, I think it was Donny Gone. And, um, and and I know the, the the people that were commenting on it anyway, but they were commenting going, look at your thumb. And to be fair, whenever you look back at it, it was like, it was like that. It wasn't right. right. So ever since I kind of like try to like put my hand on my hips or something whenever I'm smiling for photos. <laughs> we all have that, don't we? It's, oh, this is my good side and this is my bad side. And yeah, we all have that. Um, That's so funny. That that's Okay, so there we go. We've definitely, so guys, don't be looking at her hands in photos though. Don't. No, no, don't, don't. Um, we've I've learned so much about you, Katie. As I said at the start, I hadn't mentioned before, but like, look, I suppose when you're in the scene, everyone knows of everyone, or you've heard of everyone. So it's lovely to actually finally meet you. Um, and hopefully we'll get to meet in person soon. I'd be traipsing up and down the north a good bit, so um, hopefully I'll be able to see you perform live, and uh, you might have the guitar with you. Um, you never know. You never know. Would you have many gigs down south? Or well, I suppose that might be something you're working on too, or primarily up the north, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, north and south at the minute. But um, you know, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm flat out because we've been taking our time getting back into it after COVID. And then too, because I've had the radio and the TV as well, you know, I'm trying to get everything in and I'm just finished my album. So it's in printing at the minute. So we're trying to get organized for that as well. So eight. And have you a rough idea when that might be mm-hmm. out? Well, it should have been out really pre-COVID and then, you know, it's trying to find the right time to have a launch night and all as well. So um, we're just in the final, final stages. So it, it's good to go anytime, but I would like to get a launch night for it. Great. So we're looking at probably the next few months. So maybe even the yeah. next few weeks. You never know. Yeah. That sounds great. So guys, you can definitely check out that. Keep an eye on the social medias on Facebook and Instagram. And um, you can keep an eye out there and see when Katie's going to announce it. That's great. I'll be looking forward to that now. Um, and uh, yeah, so you're on Instagram and Facebook as an occasion McFarland Music. That's it. That's yeah. me. So we can check you out there. And of course, um, I'm sure you're on um, Spotify and YouTube. There's a few videos up there as well. So there's no excuses for people to, mm-hmm. to they can go and check you out on numerous different platforms. So that's great. Katie, it's been so lovely to meet you. Thank you so much for coming back on for my first podcast back in 2022. It's been so good to be on. It's so lovely to finally chat to you. No, thank you so much. And guys, make sure you go and check out Katie's social media platforms. If you haven't already, go and follow the Country Chat podcast, Facebook and Instagram and also on YouTube. Uh, And this podcast will be up on YouTube as well, where you can watch the video. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in and supporting the Country Chat podcast going into 2022. And hopefully we'll get to see some dances now that everything's back up and running. And that's it, guys. So as always, mind yourselves, stay safe. I'm going to keep saying stay safe, even though. It was more of a COVID phrase. But anyway, you're as well stay safe. And Katie, thank you so much for, for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Guys, we'll talk to you soon. Salon.